0: Kamala Harris is a really bad politician, and justice comes to Jesse. But is it really justice? This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Oh, happy Friday. This week has gone by so fast. I can't even believe this is the fifth show this week. It's just insane how quickly things are going by. Okay, so I'm going to try and keep this kind of a short show for reasons that I'm actually planning to go to the zoo next week, so I don't really, I didn't really want to do this today. Can can you believe I don't want to do this? Anyway, uh, we're going to the San Diego Zoo next week. Uh, I'm not staying there, I'll be home, but I'm just busy trying to get hotel rooms for my daughter and my grandkids and trying to figure out what we're gonna do and fun stuff like that. So anyway let's let's go into some dumb stuff here. Uh, Kamala Harris just continues the show how dumb she really is. Right now she's in Poland and she's trying to solve the Russia-Ukraine war and um, that's obviously not working because there's still a Russia-Ukraine war. And she is doing completely the opposite while she's over there. She is actually showing how bad she is as a politician and how weak this administration is. Now, you got to give it to Joe Biden. Um, Joe Biden has been dumping a lot of the crap that he has to deal with on Kamala Harris. Now, don't forget, he dumped the border crisis on her and she did nothing. He dumped the What was the other thing? The Voting Rights Act, that didn't work out. He dumps a lot of stuff that she's going to fail in because there's no choice but to fail. And the fact is, a lot of people, if anything came out of her mouth that wouldn't be stupid, I pretty much guarantee that people would realize, yeah, no, he's setting her up to fail. But she just gets out there and she just does some really, says some really bad things. I mean, and she continues to do it. All she does, all she has to do is just not open her mouth. But, you know, she thinks that opening her mouth is a good thing. Just like she thinks opening her legs is a good thing. Because that's how she got into politics. That's a reference to the affair with Willie Brown, by the way, the former mayor of San Francisco. If you don't know about that, um, <laughs> just type it in. Anyway, here she is saying something absolutely nonsensical about the alleged war crimes in Ukraine by Russia. And I, I don't want to spend a lot of time talking to talking about this. I, the reality is I can't spend a lot of time talking about this because... I have no freaking idea what she just said. So let's just listen to her and then maybe together we can figure it out.
1: The UN has set up a process by which there will be a review and investigations and we will of course participate as appropriate and necessary. But we all watched the television coverage of just yesterday. That's on top of everything else that we know and don't know yet, based on what we've just been able to see, and because we've seen it or not doesn't mean it hasn't happened. But just limited to what we have seen. Pregnant women going for health care, being injured by, by, I don't know, a missile, a bomb, in an unprovoked, unjustified war, where a powerful country is trying to take over another country, violate its sovereignty, its territorial integrity, for the sake of what? Nothing that is justified or provoked? Absolutely, there should be an investigation. And we should all be watching. And I have no question the eyes of the world are on this war and what Russia has done in terms of this aggression and these atrocities. I have no doubt.
0: God, she is so bad at this. It's just incredible. You know, she was asked, I'm sorry I interrupted her speech and everything. You know, she was simply asked, do you think there should be a, um, there should be an investigation war crimes by Putin? Do you know, and I'm, I'm not a politician, I'm not a great public speaker. I'm try. I'm learning, but I'm not. I think, Probably the answer she should have given was yes and then leave it at that instead of she goes off on this diatribe about we know what's happening even if we haven't seen it and maybe a bomb or a missile hit this and and she looks absolutely clueless and it the kicker is this looks like it was a planned response. Do you know how I know? If you go to Dumbasses Talking Politics, you can actually look at the video. She actually shrugs at the wrong time. She says something, ends the sentence, and then shrugs. It looked like she actually planned to say something like that. I mean, this wasn't her only flub down there. And, and by the way, I have no idea what she said. Okay. Do you think there should be war cri- war crimes investigation? Just say yes, Kamala. Kamala or whatever the hell you pronounce. I I mean a racist if I pronounce it incorrectly. But just say yes. Yes, there should be war crimes uh, investigation. I don't know. I I am a I am an English guy. I read constantly. I've studied literature in college. And I have no idea what she... I, I have been able to read Shakespeare and figure out what he said. I have read Chaucer and knew what he said. I had no idea what she just said. My God. Oh, but that wasn't it. I mean, now, this whole thing started... Her, her entire trip so far has been a disaster. She started when they asked her about refugees and what the United States was going to do with the refugees, and then she started cackling, laughing. Now, I I do want to give her a bit of a break here. The reason I didn't play this, her cackling, is because there was just some confusion, and I really thought that some of the media, uh, conservative media, kind of went off on it a little bit, and I don't think it was necessary. I don't think she was cackling, laughing at the refugees, though some of the places you go said, oh, she's laughing at refugees. Well, I mean, it's an inappropriate laugh, but she wasn't laughing at refugees. So that can be overdone a little bit, I think. But she says something like that, and you're thinking to yourself, my God, that's our vice president? That response was so bad. That the former ambassador for Ukraine said that she hopes that this woman never becomes president. It would be a very bad thing for the United States. She tweeted that. She deleted the tweet. But, I mean, Ukraine thinks the United States is a joke right now. God only knows what Russia thinks. I'm sure Russia thinks they're a joke. I'm sure Russia believes they've won the war already. But that wasn't it. Uh, she was asked about inflation and gas prices in the United States. Now, I never like when reporters do this. You're in Poland with the Poland pres- Polish president. This is not the time to ask about our problems in the United States. She's there to help Poland get through. And she comes up with this word salad. It's, again, embarrassing. Or she could, you know... Well, we'll talk about what she could have done. So let's listen to this one. President. President Biden has said that Americans will feel some pain for the sake of defending freedom and liberty. But there does seem to be no end game in sight. How long should Americans expect? How long should we be bracing for um, this really sort of um, historic inflation and some unprecedented gas prices? Hey, sure.
1: In terms of uh, the discussions that the President, Johannes, and I had, uh, they ranged in subject, including the issue of the Black Sea, and I'll let him explain in more detail as he would like. Uh, But we are, again, fully aware and apprised, because we are in constant communication with the President, with his administration here, about the concerns that they have about the entire region and, frankly, the vulnerability. All you have to do is look at the map.
0: She was asked about the gas prices in the United States and inflation in the United States. I get the impression she wasn't even listening to the question because she instantly looked at, I think it was the president of Poland, I'm not sure, but she was looking at him as if he was supposed to answer it. That's why you had that pause. You can see it in the video again. But then... She gives this nondescript... Did you understand what she said? Oh, what? Look at the map. That's what she closed on. I thought that was a joke when someone posted that on Twitter. But she actually said that. Look on the map. What are you talking about? What are you looking on a map for? And it seemed like she was actually dumping that question on the Polish president. And he was just like, looking at her, like, what do you want me to answer here? Absolutely incredible how stupid she is. By the way, it's not just her. It's the, the entire Biden administration. So in, in other news, um, uh, speaking of stupid, uh, the United States has banned all imports of Russian vodka, seafood, and diamonds. So, what I know what the Biden administration is trying to do, they're trying to make it that normalized relations between normalized economic relations between the United States and Russia is killed, it's dead, it's gone forever. But vodka, seafood, and diamonds? First off, the best vodka is not Russian. Grey Goose is French. You can go and get vodka at Costco. Best vodka in the world. And it's actually Norwegian. Russian vodka ain't that great. It's the cheapest. Because that's all the people in Russia can afford. And a lot of vodka, like I believe it's Kamchatka, is made in the United States. It's not even Russian. So, great. He's doing that. And then what seafood do they actually? Caviar? Again, caviar. Norway makes the best caviar. Or produces the best caviar. Russian caviar is the most expensive, but that's because you know it's Russian. So I'm not exactly sure what fish we're getting from. I I, I know we're getting sardines and stuff, but again, Norway makes that. And diamonds, really, the best diamonds are not Russian; they're they're Israeli. I, I... well, whatever. Anyway, um, good news, I guess. Major League Baseball is back. Uh, They were on strike. I haven't really gone through it because I didn't pay attention to it. I guess they were locked out since December. Um, And then we found out, never really found out anything about the lockout until they started canceling the first week of baseball games. Well, they canceled two weeks, but they do have a... They do have a tentative agreement set up between the owners and the players, and so baseball is back on, theoretically. I mean, a tentative agreement, I'd like to see a real agreement, but, I mean, did baseball think, did Major League Baseball, and I've read about what some of the arguments were, and the players had a point here, but the players also have to understand, Major League Baseball was not making any money for the last two years, so... I can understand the arguments on both sides. They, it makes sense. One of the arguments that I think Major League Baseball really does have to address is the um, payment of the minor league players. 99% of minor leaguers don't end up in the major leagues. Or they end up in the major leagues for a pre, uh, preseason game or maybe at the end of the season when they expand the rosters. But most of the time, these players don't end up in the major leagues, and it seems kind of unfair that they don't get any money for doing that. And I can get that; I do get that. But outside of that, did they? Did Major League Baseball really think it was a good idea to cancel the season or, or skip games of the season? Especially when um, you're looking at uh, you're looking at a country that is really looking for something to forget. About what's been happening? Well, apparently, Major League Baseball does. They do think that, so we're going to lose two weeks of that season. Now, let's get to uh, let's get to juicy, juicy Smolier. That's something Ben Shapiro calls. I, I, I think it's funny, so I, I like to use that name. So, th- the juicy Smolier saga has finally come to an end after three years, and this is just amazing. So let's go through Jesse, the, the Jesse Smollett story, because um, in case you've forgotten about it, I, I I can't believe no one knows this, but we'll we'll make a real quick thing. So Jesse Smollett used to be an actor for a defunct television series called Empire. Never saw Empire, had no desire to see Empire, so I wouldn't know Jesse Smollett if he fell on my head. It's he's just. He's out there. He was one of the stars there. Um, One night, he was traveling. He came to the south side of Chicago, and at 2.30 in the morning, in the middle of a polar vortex, he decided, polar vortex, which means one of the worst storms in Chicago history, he decided to go get a Subway sandwich. Okay? Um, A couple of guys apparently mugged him Screamed at, him, called him the N word, called him the F word, and he, and beat him, put a, a noose around his neck, and screamed, "This is MAGA country!" And oh yeah, they wore, of course, MAGA hats. All right. He then went to his ha- went back to his apartment, three in the morning, mind you, three in the morning, and said, called the police. The police came. He's there with the, the noose on his the noose on his head, a noose still around his neck, and he basically filed a police report. Now, the media went absolutely insane about this, and you can imagine what they said. It was all about how this country is filled with white supremacy. This is proof that this country is homophobic, um, the country is systemically racist, they blame Trump, they blame Trump supporters. Leftist politicians went off saying that this was, this is why the United States needs to be fundamentally changed. Politicians were pushing for change of this country because of this case. Joe Biden even had something to say and this was during the campaign he tweeted what happened today to Jesse Smollett must never be tolerated in this country we must stand up and demand that we no longer give this hate safe harbor that homophobia and racism have no place on our streets and in our hearts we are with you jesse kamala harris of course by the way kamala harris and joe biden making a bad move. It just seems to be part of what they do. So Kamala Harris tweeted, "Jesse Smollett is one of the kindest, most gentle human beings I know. I'm praying for his quick recovery. I, this is was an attempt at a modern-day lynching. No one should have to fear for their life because of their sexuality or color of their skin. We must confront this hate. I mean, this was right after the report was filed. Now, conservative outlets like Fox News—they reported it, but they kind of stayed away. I think it was Tucker Carlson that first said, "There's just something strange about this whole thing." Um, Ben Shapiro said the same thing. Ben Shapiro, Michael Knowles, and um, um, the other guy I listened to—they said, uh, uh, "They said, yeah, we're going to have to see what's going on." Michael Knowles is very vocal about this. That. Most hate crimes end up not being hate crimes. So the story went on. And of course, the media went on for, I think, a couple of months. And then things began to fall apart because guess what? The police had to investigate this. You've got a black gay actor that is screaming racism. Well, the police had decided, oh, we're going to start investigating this. And they started, there were a bunch of questions they wanted asked, like, What was Jesse Smollett out? Why was he out at 2.30 in the morning during the middle of a polar vortex to get a Subway sandwich? It didn't make sense. The other questions they ask is there aren't a lot of really right-wing white supremacist Trump supporters in the South Side of Chicago. And... If there were a couple of right-wing white supremacist Trump supporters, is it logical to believe that they are waiting out there at 2:30 in the morning for an actor in the middle of a polar vortex for an actor to go actor from a black TV series like Empire that they would never watch? They were actually waiting for him to go to Subway. It didn't make a lot of sense. And then the other things, and they had this on police video footage. Um, when Jesse Smollett got home, he never took the noose around off around his neck, and he still had his Subway sandwich. He had the he had the mental ability. To get beaten up, have a noose put around his neck, and still pick up his sandwich and take it home. Now, granted, the sandwich was a, uh, a tuna sandwich, and tuna sandwiches at Subway rock. I love them too, but I'm pretty sure if I get beaten up that I would probably drop the sandwich and not bring it. Or I'd go wild and crazy and just get another sandwich. But no, not him. He... he had it i guess that's uh, subway sandwiches are expensive he probably paid 10 bucks for that sandwich it was a 12 inch okay jesse likes 12 inch sandwiches i think he likes 12 inch anything any oh that was bad i shouldn't have said that anyway then the evidence started coming out phone records showed text messages and conversations with two of smollett's uh physical trainers these trainers were not white they were black. Nigerian. They weren't even American. They were Nigerian. And Smollett wouldn't give the cell phone, the, his cell phone, to the police, which was kind of strange. The trainers were on, caught on camera buying rope and two red hats. Mind you, they weren't MAGA hats. They were just red hats. Do you know why they weren't MAGA hats? Because they don't sell MAGA hats in the south side of Chicago because everybody is a Democrat in Chicago. Heck, if you're one of the four Republicans in the south side of Chicago, you still sign yourself up to be a Democrat. I remember when I was a kid my family had to sign themselves up as Democrats because if they signed themselves up as Republicans, they feared they wouldn't even get police or ambulances to come in case there was a problem. That that was a long time ago, 50, 40 years ago or something. The two brothers were picked up and admitted that they were the ones that attacked Smollett, but they didn't really attack Smollett because Smollett paid them to make it look like an attack. And then... Just to put the cherry on top, how did Jussie Smollett pay the two brothers? With a check. Um, then Kim Fox, the DA of Chicago, she was given all this evidence to the police for an investigation, including the interviews with the two brothers, who are, my understanding, are in jail right now. And she decided to... Not take it to court, not charge Smollett at all. Now this caused a big problem. People were screaming that, you know, this is not fair, it's not right, this is again more privileges for the elite, or in this case, privileges for actors. Uh, saner heads Saner heads prevailed. Jesse Smollett was taken to trial. Jesse Smollett was convicted, and he was sentenced. So this is what he got. He got 150 days in jail, 30 months of probation, ordered to pay $120,000 to Chicago for restitution for all the investigating the police had to do, and then $25,000 in punitive fines. We're going to talk about that because if you think that was, a lot of people think that was really harsh. I will tell you this, I wasn't harsh enough. Not even close. The judge in the case, Judge James Lynn, blasted Smollett. He released a he gave a thirty-minute statement. I'm going to give you two parts to the statement. They're kind of long, but wow, he was bent out of shape. Let's listen to his first part.
2: Thinking he preys. So why this happen? That's a good question. I think that's the question on everybody's mind. There's some conjecture you did it for the money. Frankly, I do not believe that you did it for the money. You were making, the evidence showed, close to $2 million a year when this happened. I don't think money motivated you at all. the only thing I can find is that you really craved the attention and you wanted to get the attention and you were so invested in issues of social justice and you knew that this was a sore spot for everybody in this country. You knew this was a country that was slowly trying to heal past injustices and current injustices and trying to make a better future for each other. And it was a hard road. And you took some scabs off some healing wounds and you ripped them apart for one reason. You wanted to make yourself more famous. And for a while it worked. Everybody was talking about you, the lights around you. You were actually throwing a national pity party for yourself. And why would you do such a thing? Why would you, I I understand you crave the attention so much But why would you betray something like social justice issues, which you care so much about? The only thing I can conclude is that, and I acknowledge, there are wonderful sides to you. There are very giving and charitable and loving sides to you. But you have another side of you that is profoundly arrogant and selfish and narcissistic. That's the only thing that can be concluded. And that bad side of you came out during the course of all these events.
0: This judge was way too nice. I, I, and I disagree with him. I don't think there's anything good about Jesse Smollett. I think he's an evil, evil man. He is a narcissist. I mean, to call him arrogant, he's not even just arrogant. He is a an attention-seeking narcissist. And and I, I think this judge was way too nice for it, to him. I think this judge should have thrown the book at him. We'll talk about why in a second. But the judge wasn't done. Um, He later went on to say how much damage Smollett did to himself, his family, and others, including the media and politicians. Listen to this.
2: What happened? turns out that you're not a victim of a hate crime. You're not a victim of a racial hate crime. You're not a victim of a homophobic hate crime. You're just a charlatan pretending to be a victim of a hate crime. And that's shameful. Especially from the family you got brought up with, with your family values. (coughs) It's so sad. The damage you've done to yourself is way beyond anything else that can happen to you, from me, or any other judge that could be sentencing you in this criminal case. You are now a permanently convicted felon. Your family, who loves you and supports you, (coughs) want to use the word forgive, because forgive isn't even necessary. They're with you so much. They're so tight-knit. But you have to live with the fact that you really put them through a ringer. You've embarrassed your valuable friends in high places, the elected public officials, people in the media. You've embarrassed them. You have to live with that. I don't know if those relationship, relationships can be repaired. You've become toxic in your own workplace. Your career uh, future is uncertain at the very best. It was Really on a rocket ship uh, to success and now you've, you've turned yourself into riches to rags and it's so unfortunate. Your very name has become an adverb for lying and I cannot imagine what could be worse than that. People talk about uh, situations where somebody's lying and trying to manipulate and maneuver a story and, and your name comes up. And it's, oh, pulling a Jussie, something like that. That's awful. You're the butt of jokes. Comedians. Mainstream talk show hosts, they make jokes about you. They do skets, uh, sketches about you. I, I can't imagine anything worse than that. No, this is all self-inflicted. These are things you did to yourself. This is self-damage.
0: The judge got one thing wrong in that whole statement, and everything he said was true. The one thing he got wrong, not only was, and I wish someone would have said this, I wish the prosecutors would have said this, and i i am am I'm calling myself out here before I even talk about it. Jesse Smollett committed a hate crime. Not only was he not the victim of a hate crime, he committed a hate crime. We're going to talk about that in a second. But Jesse Smollett doesn't get it. He hasn't learned a damn thing. He's going to get out of jail and he's not going to give a damn. How do we know? Let's listen to his response.
2: In charge. Do you have any questions? No, I would just like to say to your honor that I am uh, not suicidal, that is what I would like to say. Okay. I am not suicidal. Okay. I am not suicidal. I am innocent and I am not suicidal. Right. Yeah. If I did this, then it means that I stuck my fist in the fears of black Americans in this country for over 400 years and the fears of the LGBTQ community. Your honor, I respect you and I respect the jury, but I did not do this and I am not suicidal, and if anything happens to me when I go in there, I did not do it to myself, and you must all know that. I respect you, Your Honor. I respect your decision. Jail time.
1: I am not suicidal.
0: Yeah, I guess he didn't learn anything. By the way, um, he did stick his fist into 400 years of whatever whatever he said I, I don't know where he got 400 years from but you know, I obviously he doesn't know much about history but yeah, he did and but this little diatribe did show two things. it was on purpose. one it shows that he's a martyr. Listen, if you weren't paying attention to this trial at all, you might think this guy is being thrown in jail because he's black. If you did pay attention to it, you're thinking this guy's full of crap. And I think this is another audition for whatever his life is going to bring him to when he gets out of prison or jail or whatever. Don't be shocked. I don't think we've heard the last of Jussie Smollett. I wouldn't be shocked if he ends up in film again. He's just controversial enough. People may put him in a film just to get viewers. It's really, really embarrassing. This whole thing has just been bad. And by the way, uh, the suicide thing, stop it. The police department is already putting him on suicide watch because they think the guy has, uh, and they're doing a mental evaluation on him because they think he's got something wrong with him. The guy is going to serve maybe 30 days in jail, which is a tragedy right there. He should have gotten, we'll get to that in a second. He is probably going to be put by himself in a jail cell because of his fame. So he'll be in solitary. This guy, if he kills himself, it will be him killing himself. And I, I, I you notice that pause because I just stopped myself from saying something bad. By the way, he's a crappy actor too. That was an acting... If that's how he's going to audition, yeah, he's a crappy actor. But I'll go now. Now I'm gonna tell you what I think that son of a bitch should have gotten fifteen years in prison. He was charged with five felonies. He got convicted on all five. Each felony carried a five year sentence, and he only got five months. He got one month for each felony. He should have gotten three years he should have gotten three years for each. Sorry, I said five years. Three years for each. He should have gotten fifteen years in prison for this. What he did was a hate crime. Except here's the problem. Here's the problem. What would have happened? And of course, it was going to be unlikely, which is why he did this in the middle of the night. What would have happened if two guys were caught on camera walking up and down the street? What would have happened if those guys were put in jail and accused of being the uh, abusers? What would have happened then? Would Jesse Smollett have gone out there and, and, and stopped this stuff? And said, no, no, I made it up. I don't want these guys... No, he wouldn't have. This is something the prosecution should have brought up. This is something the judge should have brought up. It never was brought up. And I don't understand how... This is something that was forgotten. And something that I... Something the judge said that I didn't put in was he started going on a tangent about hate crimes and how... They are the worst crimes in the world. No, they're not. I would think child abuse, murder, child molestation, rape are far worse crimes. But we're ending up in a society right now that says that hate crimes, we'll get to that in a second, are worse than all of the most horrific crimes out there. And they're not. It also shows us that hate crimes only go one way. A white man can commit a hate crime against a person of color, but a person of color can't commit a a hate crime against anybody else. What did Jesse Smollett do? He committed a hate crime against the entire white race. The American race. Why isn't he getting 20 years put on each sentence? Why isn't each of those felonies given the hate crime tag? because it's believed especially in the media it's believed in education circles blacks can't commit hate crimes because they can't be racist i wish i had the i wish i had the audio clip of a guy who sat there and said oh no racism's one way only whites can be racist blacks cannot it's impossible and this is a college teacher that said that And by the way, hate crime is crap anyway. What, there's a good crime? There's a virtuous crime? Crime is committed either through hate or indifference. And race doesn't make any difference. A white guy can kill uh, another white guy. He's doing that because either he hates that guy or he's just indifferent. Rape is the same way. So it's 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 really, it's a sad state of our society. It really is a sad state of our society. That judge, yes, everything he said was absolutely correct, but he said a lot of things that really show, that really are beginning to be embraced by society. And he did it here too. Okay, visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. I said this was going to be a shorter podcast. podcast. It still ended up going long. Have a great Friday. Have a great weekend. Talk to you on Monday. This is Gene. You listen to Dumbasses
2: Talking Politics.